Who do you think would win in a fight? Shang-Chi or Quan Chi? Uh, yeah, Shang-Chi for sure. Yeah, Quan Chi doesn't stand a fucking chance. He's he's in the Mortal Kombat, though. Do you think Shang-Chi would win the Mortal Kombat? No, he's never, he never has. Even in Mortal Kombat 4, his worst Shang. Oh, Shang-Chi. Yeah, you oh, think okay. Shang-Chi could win the Mortal yeah, Kombat? Yeah, I think he would Ooh. beat everybody. It depends, but I think probably. Because like Liu Kang's a pretty formidable fighter, yeah. in, wouldn't he be? Yeah, I think so. I think Shang-Chi would probably be. And they have, like, magic and shit a lot more that they use. Where I feel like so does Shang, but in he didn't use it, it as yeah, much. Yeah, he know? doesn't use it quite as much. You know, I don't know. That's a very good question. The Mortal Kombat universe is unrealistic. And so because of that, it's hard I mean, to... we're arguing that against Shang-Chi. Very Which is <laughs> also unrealistic. We're True. But I, I think I understand the way the world of the Marvel universe works more than the mm-hmm. world of... Mortal Kombat. Like the rock, paper, scissors. Mortal Kombat is just magic guys. Some of them have natural born powers. Some of them have blady hats. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Same thing as Marvel. It's the same thing. No. Badok, Brodok, what's his name? There's different dimensions, so they have a (laughs) multiverse as well. The one with the fucking swords and hands. (laughs) Baraka. Baraka. That's my favorite player. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's... One, maybe even two guys like that in Marvel. Oh yeah, or Baracas. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, rocking Baracas. Maracas. They have at least mm-hmm. two Maracas. I, I like to equate the Baraka race with the Zabrax from the, Star Wars. The Barack Obamas. The, yeah, yeah. Do not, <laughs> do do not be the uh, potato salad person. Mm, somebody, gentlemen, let's broaden our minds, Prince. Here's Gorlami. Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. I am your host, Ian, and with me as always are my other hosts <laughs> let them have it yeah uh kenneth and paul paul damien yeah i'm here is also here get, yeah. let's get the uh, studio uh, studio uh, that applause. sounded very like <laughs> like you're disappointed you're like and paul damien's also here Aww. wave to the audience paul damien thank you thank you for having us Hi. hey thank you there we go thank you uh-huh. um welcome to my ted talk i'm not shaking your hand Thank you for having me. You know where his hands been? In my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This week we're talking about Shang Chi. Um, So it's it's by Gene Luin Yang Mm -hmm. or Yang. I I don't know if he pronounces it like Shang, but I can only assume. Um, And then there's DK Ruan on the art, and then we have some guest spots by Philip Tan in the earlier issues. Mm -hmm. So this is funny. We read what Marvel is selling them as, which is volume one and volume two. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read the back covers, because volume one collects Shang-Chi issues one through five. Brothers and Sisters. Right. It's called Brothers subtitle. and Sisters. And then volume two is called Shang-Chi versus the Marvel Universe, and it collects issues one through six. And you're probably wondering, how? How? how why yeah. they, why'd they do that? This is the same creative team across both books. Is because the book was canceled after five issues oh, and they had to bring because it back. of the pandemic, because the Shang-Chi movie was 
fucking postponed for who knows when. And so they had to bring it back and relaunch it as a new number one. But then they sell the trades as volume one and volume two, I which could, makes sense yeah. because they come after each other. Yeah. And they it belong to each other right. in, retrospectively in that <laughs> way. But that is nuts that instead of being like a one through 12 or something, it's like one through five. Yeah. And then one through six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like, why, why you do that, guys? Come on. Can you telegraph to us a little bit better how these issues come after each other and how they work you know what i mean yeah because like paul damien i asked you you didn't have a whole lot of time so i was like just at least read the second volume yeah and could you pick up throughout the six issues what must have happened previously to this uh not really no no all that happens in the first volume i mean but once i say this you're gonna be like oh, okay that makes sense is that shang chi becomes the leader of the Oh, well, the yeah. Society that, see, exactly. Yeah, so, like, if you were to say, like, oh, if I forced you, <laughs> what would you say happened right before this? Oh, uh, he fought his dad and killed him. I mean, that happened even before the five issues we read before this, which is even funnier. But, yeah, basically, he meets all his siblings. He didn't know he had any of them. They reveal that there's, you know, hidden temples in all these different nations and they all belong to these five different disciplines of fighting, which is just staff, sword, dagger, dagger, hand, hand, and hammer. Yeah, hand and hammer. Exactly. Yeah. And then issues, issue, I guess, one of volume two picks up. And I don't feel like you really need to read the first five unless you want to get more backstory. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And in backstory into who maybe like Takeshi and Esme are, which right. is one thing I was kind of glad I did read that first volume was hmm. that I just had a little bit more context who the other five weapons were to Shang-Chi and it made their relationships make more sense, especially right. when they were conflicting with him and the fact that he's obviously changing the five weapon society so much now that he's their leader. leader yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it's very reminiscent of when... Uh, Sunspot purchased mm -hmm. AIM and tried to make it good. It's like, well, if I have to inherit this, you know, evil organization, I'm going to use it for good. I'm going to reform it. Yeah. Yeah. So were you able to read these six issues like without a hitch? Were you ever confused? Were you ever mad that you didn't read the previous issues? No, not at all. They they were pretty smooth. Yeah. 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 They read, they read really easily. Yeah. So in volume one, there's Sister Hammer, who's mad. Because she wants to be the new leader, supreme. What is it, supreme leader? Yeah, supreme leader. But ghost, supreme commander. But, supreme commander. But Ghost Dad is voting for Shang Chi. Shang Chi right. is <laughs> yeah. his murderer. Is what they yeah. is their understanding of how mm -hmm. that happened. You know, there's this dial on the wall, and it has all five symbols. And whichever is lit, that's who the previous holder or commander mm -hmm. is choosing to be their next successor, basically. And they chose the he chose the fist. So that means Shang-Chi has to step in and do his job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. It's just he has to take the mantle. Yeah. And it's the it's very much the reluctant, like, uh, the hero's journey where he's like, I'm going to deny the journey and then later I'm going to accept it, but then I'm going to... While arc. also having a sibling yeah. that's like, yeah. I want it. Yeah. You know? It's like, just ha take it then. Have it. <laughs> I mean, it's weird, though, because, like... There's there's more than just like five weapons. You could you could have like a gun <laughs> or like a flamethrower. Yeah, but they're um, from yeah. a time. Iron Man suit. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Especially in the Marvel Universe, uh-huh. everyone seems to have access to an Iron Man suit now. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> Every, anyone can get one at any point. It's super easy. <laughs> you could have uh, fucking snot. You just shoot snot yeah, out of your arms. Yeah, true. You could just be snot man. Dude, yeah, snot, snot man. man. <laughs> um, Shang-Chi is working with a woman named Grandma, Grandma Wang mm-hmm. at the Grandma beginning Wang. Of, the, uh, of the book. Um, and her daughter is interested in Shang-Chi, <laughs> Delilah Wang. And I like that both volumes... Did you say Delightful Wang? Yes. Okay. Yes, your I did. daughter or niece? It doesn't matter. But... Oh, granddaughter. Or always something. One of those. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like a slightly more yeah. like, term, long-term relationship. Regardless. Regardless. Yeah. She, Delilah. She, I, I think it's funny that both books start with them kind of getting to know each other or trying mm-hmm. to date. And then Shang-Chi is immediately ripped out. Just ripped away from him. And has to go off and do all this mystical shit True. instead. Yeah, to me, she was just some random person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, once <Yeah>. again. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, the first volume's pretty fun. I think there's a lot of lore building. There's a lot of, um, you know, interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it introduces a bunch of characters. Every character feels distinct enough, you know? But it, it's exactly that. It's just an origin for the other five weapons, in my opinion, and exactly just a little bit of history building for the second volume. It, right. it feels much like a, just a stepping stone mm-hmm. to uh, Shang-Chi fights the Marvel Universe, you know, right. because it really was just establishing who these characters are to him yeah. and their relevance coming forward, you know? So I, there, I'm, there was a lot of the dialogue you could have probably kind of just skipped over and really just gotten the story beats of like okay little sister wants the position yeah you know shang chi just decides like ah, i'd probably be best for me to just take it you know <laughs> yeah fair yeah, enough because sister hammer is mad mm-hmm. um and She's she wants crazy to, she wants to use it in the same way that i guess her father did which is also crazy this is a a, a thing that's carried out throughout the whole book mm-hmm. which is that the siblings don't all admit that they don't like their father, but then are like reluctant to the tradition of having to follow what the society means and how to, you know, rule over it, I guess. And And I, sister hammer is the most frustrating aspect of it because she definitely hates her father, but also wants to be the five weapons society leader Mm -hmm. more so than anyone, I think. And, mm. and to lead it down the, once again, the exact, an even harder version of the path that he was supposedly beating, you know? So it's like, is it because she went to Russia? She's got, <laughs> Russia just made her an even angrier version of herself. I mean, I would, that actually kind of tracks, you know, but <laughs> from what I've heard about Russia. But, so the current five weapons by the end of the book, I'm going to go ahead and name them, mm-hmm. is they go by sister or deadly. Mm-hmm. Like to each other, they go by sister or brother. And then outside of that, they go by the deadly and then they're, their prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Shang-Chi is the deadly hand. Uh, Shi Hua is the sister uh, sister hammer, deadly hammer. Um, Takeshi is the deadly saber. Esme, the deadly dagger. And then Zilan is the deadly staff. Um, I like that Esme and Takeshi are... They were... Takeshi in Japan and Esme in France, mm-hmm. they're... Their names are Japanese and French. You know what I mean? Yeah, it like fits to the word they would have. Yeah. Is it Takeshi? Uh, it would be Takashi. Takashi. Okay, yeah. that's how I was saying it whenever Takeshi. I was reading. Yeah, it. I was just curious. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I don't know how to speak. <laughs> and and is it Shilan or or Zilan? Uh, Do you know? It's probably Shilan. 
but it, the it's sixth, movie, the, the I think it's more like a Gilan. Yeah, Gilan. Yeah. 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 And then okay. the sixth weapon is in uh, Mexico. He's the one with pistols and he's a taquito. <laughs> That's offensive. That is offensive. <laughs> That's why they don't invite Damien, you're, you're allowed to give him one good smack. Go ahead and just... <laughs> I didn't have to do it so hard. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I like this aspect where each one has their own practice mm-hmm. and Shang-Chi has always been the master of the deadly hand so it's just like okay well they're the masters of the deadly hammer so on and so forth you know yeah but I, when I like that he's the only one who didn't have to like really follow a rule of yeah. like being in his he could just go wherever he wanted or do whatever he wanted and they're like he's the hand you know he he's the it. favorite child <laughs> for sure yeah <laughs> so their dad Zheng Zhu who you know exists in this book he's not because like there's a there's varied histories of Shang-Chi. Yeah. There's the version where his dad is the Fu Manchu. And then people are like, well, Fu Manchu, that's, that's, that's a racist. <laughs> and then there's, you know, then he's his dad's the Mandarin. And then they're like, oh, well, that's racist, too. You know, and so. <laughs> what is he, a chicken dish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, they have to recreate it almost every time. And I think that that's completely fine. Yeah. Because mm. Shang-Chi is one of those characters where you can kind of plug him in and just as long as he has the same characteristics, it, it, it fits, you know what I mean? Like this book works for me and this is now my personal favorite interpretation of Shang-Chi, you know, in my, in my opinion. So how do you think the, the father decides what trade these people are going into? Like his children, he's just like Shang-Chi's born. He's like, you got nice hands. You're going to be <laughs> a hand. Make you, sure to lotion those bad boys. Your sister was literally born with a hammer. So <laughs> sister hammer. Her mom was an like, alcoholic. You, She's hammered she all the time. <laughs> like how her, do you, her mom was Thor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, come on, how does he, how does he, yeah. I don't know. And, and you know, in the first volume, there is another man who is the brother staff uh-huh. and I don't believe he is their brother. I think he's just the deadly staff and cause they, they reveal he's the sister the later yeah. and she like basically was rejected from the society because of her mutant. Mm-hmm. Mm. The dad tried to have her killed if anything. Yeah. Exactly. Um, which I thought was a cool reveal, but we'll get there. Um, first volume, a lot of stuff happens, a lot of background, a lot of stuff. Mostly uh, just character introductions. Though. Yeah. There, um, we learn about Zheng Yi, uh, their uncle. Mm-hmm. They're both um, like warlocks that live forever, but Zheng mm. Zhu wants to live for even more longer. Even more longer. Even more ever. Yeah. And so he tells everyone like, no, I killed him. He he gave him, he gave me his energy and I am forever now, you know? And then it's revealed through a flashback that Zhang Yi actually like, gives willingly him, gave it to him. And he's like, I couldn't do this by myself. You have to do this now. And there's, you know, theory that maybe that corrupted him. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but regardless, there's no good reason that why he's evil. Like, I have time. I, yeah. I, I really think anybody lives long. And it's, I guess, silly as the Batman quote is, you you know either die <laughs> the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. And I think a few thousand years would detach anybody from existence. It's the same way we kind of talked about, like, the Grandmaster and why he essentially mm. even appears evil. And it's because he's lived for such a long period of time. It's not that he's, I, would, I mean, in a sense, he is evil, but it's more that he's just detached from existence mm. and, you know, yeah. mortal creatures, you know. It's interesting to think about, but mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. I, I, I wish, I hope 
that it goes down that rabbit hole a little bit more because mm-hmm. they do so much flashback in the the previous book and then they don't really explain why he's evil There's unless not a lot of payoff yeah. unless it's been explained in another book because the book that he dies in is from like 2011 mm-hmm. and is it's, it also Jane Liu Yang? No, Yang? it's it's Brubaker oh, and okay. he's writing Secret Avengers and the Secret Avengers go up against Zheng Zhu mm-hmm. or whatever and. Shang-Chi admits a couple of times, like, I didn't kill my father. I just didn't save him. Yeah. You know? And I'm very curious to see what happens in that fucking book because I have no fucking clue. You and know? it's obviously probably where the context of whatever evil right. Jing Zhu was is probably coming from. Well, yeah. I mean, it's Marvel, so it's probably just a dark hole. <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's only r- r- recent shit. There's the but... Ten Rings. Bro. <laughs> I'm just being me. Yeah. That's um, the other thing. Uh, fucking t- Takashi has the ring necklace, mm-hmm. and it very reminiscent of the Ten Rings. And I thought mm-hmm. that, that was kind of neat, but it has nothing to do with Ten Rings. Have y'all seen um, the Miss Marvel? The no, I haven't seen TV it. I haven't show? watched it either. So I'm not going to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. But there is a, a moment where it almost looks like there's the Ten Rings in the background. Oh, somewhere. that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I, I'm i sure it's not a spoiler because it, yeah. it can't play. I doubt it plays into her story yeah, at all. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I'm glad. It was probably just a design in the background that looked like mm-hmm. it, you yeah. know. It was probably the Olympic symbol. You were probably confused. Yeah, exactly. It was during the Olympics. You're right. I'll, you know what? I didn't. I haven't watched Miss Marvel. I've been watching the Olympics. Oh, yeah. It's like a yeah. reruns of the Olympics. <laughs> God damn it. Um, the first issue, for some reason, has Fin Fang Foom in a back, background yeah, he story. he shows up for some reason. And I thought that that was really funny because everyone thought that the dragon in the Shang-Chi movie was going to be Fin Fang Foom. Mm-hmm. And the, the writers and directors and even the actor who plays Shang-Chi is like, no, no we're not going to use Fin Fang Foom. That's the most like generic. Like, yeah. Well, not only that, they're like, that's like borderline racist shit. Why <laughs> would we use that? And then Gene Louis Yang is just like, I like Fin Fang Foom. What are you talking about? I'm going to use him. <laughs> True. Uh, but yeah. He's, so he's still cool. Can yeah. he talk? Yeah. Yes, he can talk. Yeah. yeah. He's a, yeah. You know, Groot used to be able to talk back when Kirby created him. Oh, really? Yeah. Like full sentences. Yeah. He would just be like, ah, I want to eat stuff. Ah. He was he was literally like a Godzilla kind of kaiju monster, Groot, originally. Huh. That sounds Much awesome. like Fin Fang Foom. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There's two other names I want to bring up about the first volume. Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- they, they fight someone named Baron Harkness mm-hmm. in the flashback. This is the 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 original five weapon society volume one right and in the flashback they fight baron harkness and this is or baron harkness and this is where i think zhang yi dies to give his power to zhang zhu mm-hmm. but i thought that that was such a fucking cool name drop that gene luin yang did to bring baron harkness into because it? that's not a character oh really he created that character for this book as a hint of like probably Agatha Harkness's like great grandfather or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's like, whoa, that's fucking cool. I'm so happy he did that. And then later, um, Zhang Zhu is talking to like one of the Russian teachers at the hammer school. Uh-huh. And he's like, make sure my daughter has the toughest skin ever. I want her skin to be like Baba Maximoff. Yeah. Baba Maximoff. Another name drop of a character that did not exist before and is obviously a predecessor of the fucking Maximoffs. Yeah. Of Wanda mm-hmm. in yeah. some regard. And it's just like, 
that's fucking sick. It's almost like Baba Maximoff having tough skin makes me think that he's a mutant mm -hmm. and furthers my impression that everyone wants Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver to be mutants again, but Marvel just won't fucking take that bait. I don't know why, but regardless. They, they could do it at this point, couldn't they? Yeah, very easily. A uh, moment of silence. I noticed that we had some crackling in one of our episodes, and I could not get rid of it, and so I just wanted to make sure that everything was fine. There. Sorry, it was, it was me and them chips. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let, that's pretty much enough of the first volume. We yeah. get we get the hint. Sister Hammer doesn't want to end up killing Shang Chi, even though that's her whole mission. He, From the entire comic, yeah, yeah, they have like this. They were actually, I think, out of all the siblings, they're the only two that are full blood, mm -hmm. both the same mom and dad. And she was forced to go to the Hammer School, um, and then she runs away at the end of the first volume. And then the second volume, every issue ends with shadowy figure, and you're like, "Oh, this is Mr. Hammer." It's mm -hmm. not. It's not <laughs> until it's not. That was one thing I was surprised was that by the end of volume two. We weren't at the end of a story. There's obviously, I guess, a volume three or that yeah. kid goes yeah. along into this. So that was something I, I kind of thought by the time we were getting to the end of this, we'd be wrapping up a story. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty shocked that it really is just like even diving deeper into that next yeah. big arc, you know, or that finale of the arc. So yeah. I, I really didn't expect there to be any, uh, for it to be over mm -hmm. by the end of this. Because by the time I was in um, like volume four, I was like, oh, there's not too much happening yeah it's yeah. still you just know. setting everything exactly. up in a way yeah um yeah issue four issue four i have oh, an issue two. with the number four because <laughs> it means death bad it does mean death um volume two is a fuck ton of fun mm -hmm. i love volume two a lot um we don't have philip tan anymore he only did the flashback stuff in the previous volume uh -huh. so it's all dk ruan and his art is sick. Mm -hmm. I it love fits this style yes. so perfectly. Yeah, um, it's six issues, each one like a bottle episode, not yeah. a bottle episode, but singularly their own thing. Even though they lead into the next one, mm -hmm. they're their own adventures. Every single one of them, and I fucking love when people can do that. When creators can do that, they can pull that off in yeah. a way that that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll finish talking about Shang Chi. Fine. Hey guys, welcome out. Hey, what's hey, going on? <laughs> what's up? All right, thanks. Somebody. <laughs> that was like really aggressive. What? All right. I was just. I love memes. <laughs> I love them. All right, thanks. Thank I love memes. Should I just have the ending? Just all right, thanks. <laughs> Yes, you should. <laughs> That'll be our send off. I dig it. Uh, we're talking about Shang Chi by Gene Luen Yang oh, and yeah. DK Ruan, and he's fighting the whole dang Marvel universe. Yes, starting with Spider Man. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, do they fight? That's the other yeah, thing. They do fight Spider Man for a moment. Okay, so that they spend at least a page fighting everybody. Yeah, every, yeah, which is cool, and I think the last issue does the fucking best job, but. First issue, uh, Shang-Chi's on a date, and mm. Spider-Man shows up, and Shang-Chi's like, fuck, I really don't want Spider-Man to know that I'm, like, the king of this criminal organization yeah. now. <laughs> and so he's, like, telling his sister, uh, Sister Dagger, like, 
Hey, um, sh- shush up. Hey, you? shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is honestly kind of hilarious because it's only Spider-Man yeah. <laughs> that he cares about that. And it's like out of anybody in the Marvel Universe, if you're doing anything bad, just don't let Spider-Man find out because he's he's going to be disappointed in you. And yeah. You can't have Spider-Man disappointed yeah. in you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Spider-Man and, and Captain America for a lot of people. Eh, fuck yeah. Captain America. Yeah. I mean, Shang-Chi, you know, he, what does he give a shit about America? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, Spider-Man's the first one. They're, Spider-Man's like, oh, I'm doing a, you know, a gun bust or whatever. I'm trying to... Uh, yeah. He's hunting, hunt, hunting down a gun operation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Spider-Man's hunting down a drug, drug operation. operation. Okay, yeah. So I got that mixed up. Regardless, it turns out same operation. Same drug is the weapon. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, true. And it's um, a root. Yarn. That makes you into a Yeti man. A yarn. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah. A Yaren. A Yaren. Yeah. That, that's that's another thing. The Jiangxi in the first volume, there's a bunch of like zombie, like people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it translates to hopping vampire, which Ooh. I thought was kind of fucking Neither. cool. <laughs> <laughs> but in this, vo- or in at least in this issue, there's a a Yaren, mm-hmm. a Yaren, named King Wildman, who is just like a botanist. <laughs> That grows this root that he uses to become a Yeti man. I guess you consume it? No, it's they like stick it to you and, yeah, it, and it, inhale it, I guess. Yeah, because it could even be a powder. It has to like get in your bloodstream. It just got to get on you somehow. Well, because, yeah, they put it on Spider-Man's face uh, yeah. and it like attaches to him and he's just breathing it in. Yeah. True. It turns you into like instant werewolf or like instant Yeti. Yeah. It just yeah. gets you rock solid. <laughs> Hairy as hell. Just all chubbed up. All... Ready to go. Dude. That's me knocking. Knocking that chub. Anyway. That's kind of a terrifying bug. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in trouble every time it happens. <laughs> uh, but Spider-Man actually, when he becomes the Yaren, he has like six arms. Like yeah. it makes him more like Spider-esque. I think which, it makes him more like beastly. Yes. Which Primal. Enhance, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's a cool design choice to do that, to, to pull out. It is almost like a homage to that version of Spider-Man where he's got the six, and I feel like he's always kind of like buff and monstrous when he's like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and it's cool. They fight him for a second. They pull the root off of his forehead. I think there's a <laughs> moment where Sister Dagger's like, I don't get to kill him. Or, yeah. You know? yeah, she's all disappointed. Yeah, but and then she sees his webs and she touches it and she was like, oh, it feels like snot. And he's like, no. <laughs> It doesn't feel what? No, it doesn't feel like snot. What are you talking about? Sean, she's like, it, it kind of kind of feels like snot. <laughs> and then I think there's a point where even Takashi touches it and he's like, it's like gum or something. Yeah, chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, chewing. Uh anyway. Um Thus Spider-Man becomes snot man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um before she touched the snot, Sister Dagger was like, Oh, I saw you on YouTube. You're pretty cool. <laughs> Which I thought was a neat little nod to yeah. her being 13. True. Um, They're like, oh, she's hip. Yeah. And then she YouTube. Kinda, YouTube. <laughs> and then she kind of fangirls over Spider-Man and even more so the fact about, hey, I get to kill this guy. Yeah. He's like YouTube famous. <laughs> yeah. Can we post it on YouTube? <laughs> yeah. um, yes. Uh, they, I guess, they don't catch King Wildman, but they end the drug weapon operation mm-hmm. king wildman gets away and then we see the shadowy figure it's not sister hammer but someone is recruiting 
an anti Shang Chi team. Team, yeah. And mm-hmm. their whole mythology by the end of the book is that, or not mythology, but their whole mission statement is this fucking same thing that Shang Chi's working for. But no one seems to trust or get Shang Chi at all throughout this book. They're just like, no, he's bad though. He's doing the bad thing because he has he still uses the name, and so it's the bad thing, and so we're not going to trust him. And I think Spider Man's the only one that does trust. Kind of wants yeah. to trust yeah. him, yeah. But it's Spider Man. It is Spider Man. He knows better. When you, th- I mean, the thing is, is that at this point we know Shang Chi has probably done a million good things with the Avengers, you know. Yeah. So it's like, why is there such a lack of trust in him? You know, like yeah. I mean, Captain America even says like, I trust him with my life. Yeah. You know. I don't know. So it's weird. It's because that... of Iron Man. <laughs> he just runs a show and he's such an asshole. <laughs> kind of. It's kind of true, yeah. yeah. Um, issue two, Captain America. Uh, this is cool. I like this trope. Uh, I, I'll see it every time. Bidding war between the organizations. They're uh-huh. in Las Vegas, maybe? I think so. I forget where. I'm pretty sure it says Vegas. They're, I think they're in, in Bid City. Yeah, Bid City. <laughs> Modoc's there. Madam Hydra's there. Um, and Shang Chi's there mm-hmm. now in command of his criminal organization. That's not criminal, but they're all bidding on a tesseract. Well, and I think that's where it's smart. Is that or he, no, not he, a tesseract? A a cosmic, cosmic cube. cube. Yeah. It almost seems like Shang Chi's intentionally not getting rid of that criminal status of the organization, so that he can continue to kind of play use, both sides. Yeah, he can play both sides. He can mm-hmm. continue, and maybe that makes more, a little more sense on why the Marvel team's like you're obviously not using it for pure good. You yeah. know, like you're going to like fucking. <laughs> Yeah, you're hanging out with Modoc. Yeah, you're hanging out with Modoc and Madam Hydra. <laughs> like, shit. Having yeah. hors d'oeuvres with yeah. Modoc over here. They're talking about how they're finally happier on their side. You know, like <laughs> you understand our concern, Sean. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. a good call. Um, but they're bidding on the Cosmic Cube. I loved that whole exchange where we got to have like Modoc and all of these kind of like super villains, like the highest of the high level, all just kind of bantering with each other and having some like mm-hmm. conjecture. You know, that yeah. was hilarious. I do too. I love that. I love that shit. <laughs> Gene knows the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. and um, he's really showing it in this book between name drops like Harkness and shit mm-hmm. like that. Um, regardless, yeah, they bid on the Cosmic Cube. Who ends up bidding the most? Was yeah. it AIM? It's, no, it, no, it's, it's um, the hand. The hand. That's because they right. like stole all the money from the, somebody else. Those masked guys. Yeah, the masked guys. They were like, oh, we robbed them for their 10 yeah. billion, so now we have 30 billion. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> God damn it. But so what happens is mm, Captain America crashes through the window. He's like, not today, villains. And then he takes the Cosmic McGuffin. Cube. And then Shang goes after him. They sort of tussle for a moment. They f- go into a closet, but then use the cosmic cube to then lock everyone else in the closet. They made it like an illusion of themselves. Mm. So when then everyone runs in, they're able to just like close them in. Classic. Mm. Yeah, that whole Scooby-Doo. issue is yeah. very classic, classic Scooby Doo esque. <laughs> Super villain fucking yeah. Shang- auction. Shang Doo. Yeah. <laughs> Shangi Doo. Scooby Chi. Into locking all the villains in a closet. Scooby <laughs> And it turns out they were working together all along. Oh, of course. Of course. You should have known. Um, but Takashi's there. And yes. we're introduced to the woman. Lady Iron Fan. Yes. Lady Iron Fan, who um, will be recruited by Shadow Figure by the end of this issue. Um, and Takashi has a history with her. And he does also is he doesn't want to let go of the traditions of his, his father's organization. Yeah. And so this leads to an idea 
that did you guys see this coming where the cosmic cube didn't end up going home with Captain America. Yes. And somehow ended up going home with Shang-Chi to the point where Madame Hydra's like, you better check that radar again because that cosmic cube ain't right. See, I was unsure if I, I was, I think I was a little surprised that that is the direction it went. I was starting to think it was really just trying to drive a wedge between Takashi and Shang. And I thought he mm. would end up being one of the ones approached by this mysterious person right. and would maybe be like the mole in the organization. You know what mm, I mean? Be the one enough. that could like split them from within mm-hmm. because he's obviously like, I don't agree with shit my brother's doing. You yeah. know, he fucking messed up my girlfriend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause so Lady Iron Fan ends up going to prison with. Captain America. Captain America takes all the bad guys into custody. Mm-hmm. And Takashi's like, I can't believe I had to do that. You know, I can't believe this ended out that way. I feel terrible. You know, I still love her. You know, she's the one that got away. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And so that plays into later. Issue three is they're in Scotland. Uh, a different version of the Loch Ness Monster is there. Um, so a girl films it. Yeah. And uh, there's a woman who can play a flute that has like a tendril that comes out of the flute. It's almost like Green Lantern, except for she can't make anything. Yeah. She and can it, just and she, make, has to she play makes music. a rope. Yeah. yeah. She just makes a big rope. Um, and so it ties up the monster. Its name is like Mucky instead of Nessie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so this woman fills it, films it, and then I guess the five societies, five weapon societies, sees it and they're like, oh, I know her. That's our sister. Mm -hmm. And so they go there, and then sure enough, Wolverine's also there for a different recruitment. Um, Was any of this confusing to you? No. No? Not at all. No? Because Wolverine goes there to recruit her to Krakoa. Yeah. yeah. You guys I know mean, about that? It, I mean, it, his when he first shows up, it's kind of like a what? But they very quickly explain where he's like, oh, I'm here because I'm saving a mutant. Bro, mm-hmm. you're a mutant. And then she's even like, what? <laughs> okay, so this just played off as just normal, like, yeah. Xavier recruitment mutant stuff. Yes. Yes, okay. After cool. the first two issues, coming into this one, is obviously the cover shows Wolverine is going to yes. be our focal point of who he's going to be fighting. It, it, I realized that each of them was going to be in that sense, like that bottled situation like yeah. we talked about earlier where they all do kind of lead a, a long-term story but it is obviously very bottled to be like okay something's gonna be caused wolverine mm-hmm. to be in scotland in this moment and so it perfectly makes sense that it would be just that that he'd okay. be out doing mutant scouting you know yeah. for, for krakoa yeah so because yeah the whole krakoa stuff is a whole other huge thing that i'm not even going to touch yet yeah. but we'll get it's there eventually. i have and that's like uh mutant capital Yes, it's it's mutant nation. Yeah. 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 And it's something I have ideologies of. I've read stuff that I guess had it like at least in conversation. True. So I had an yeah. idea of what it was, you know. Okay. Well that makes sense then. I mean the those books though at least the first set of books give the impression that, oh no, every mutant ever is here. Yeah. And so then they kind of have to like retroactively say, well, like, well, you know, new moons are born every day yeah, and we can't stop them from spudding up. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and those are in hiding. Blah, blah, blah. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ones that have chosen not to go to Krakoa that already existed before its establishment. You know? Right. Um, and sister staff, I guess, had no idea she was a mutant. And, and even so, that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so we're revealed that Gilan, sister staff, 
Uh, she was exiled from the House of the Deadly Staff because she was a mutant. Mm-hmm. And Zheng Zhu said no to that. He tried to have her killed. And which, he even which, had an ideology that they were going to be the ultimate evil against the Five Weapons Society at some point. He's like, mutant bad for us. No mutant, you know? Well, yeah. like, um, but also uh, it, it just, fuck, I kind of lost my train of thought. He uh, He's like a... He's, oh, but that, that just makes sense to why nobody knew she was a mutant because he found it as like a shame right on his family and so he wouldn't tell anybody you know only the people who tried to kill her would know right you know if anything which i don't think he did know because takeshi's the one who failed to murder her you know he's the one who cut her flute and kept the piece as a trophy um, failed the mission i don't don't think he was even aware that she was a mutant which is cool i like all of that stuff where it's like yeah i mean it makes me kind of wonder how Wolverine knew. I mean, do they have like Cerebro? I was gonna it. say, yeah, I guess they. Uh, he could smell it. Both those, those are good arguments. <laughs> good job, guys. <laughs> Wolverine could just straight up smell the X gene. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> believe that. Yeah, yeah I could, around I could it enough. Like, you smell human. Yeah. He's like, no, that's that's a humi. <laughs> um, Wolverine, I love because after this, he's not in the collective. At the end, in no. issue six, also being like, yeah, something's up with Sean. Yeah, he, all he yeah. gave a shit about was fucking Jilan. And when she yeah. chooses to not go with him, he's Which like, is... all right, fuck this shit then. <laughs> that makes sense, though. That's all he would care about. Because okay. she's a mutant. Yeah, exactly. You know? So seeing the cover, knowing Wolverine was in this issue, and then seeing that this new character, Sister Staff, was there and they were trying to recruit her, I was like, oh, man, is this going to be one of Wolverine's ex-girlfriends? Like, because yeah. they always do that. He's Anytime. got like 500 lovers. He, honestly, yeah. that was another thing. I was like, oh, great. Wolverine's here because they're dating. Yeah. And then yeah. and then he started talking about uh, Kokoa. And I was like, okay, that makes Back sense. off the lady, bub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's my dance yeah. partner. Back off my girl, bub. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sean's just like, that's my sister, dude. <laughs> <laughs> not trying to steal her from you. Um, Which... Yeah, they do recruit her. She goes home with them. But then at the end of the issue, Shadow Figure shows up and is like, hey, uh, you want to come with me? You want to hang out with me? And she's very, Jilan is very non-vocal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't really say yes, yes or, no. or no. But she is there at the end with the collective. And so that makes me think that Takashi is going to be the internal struggle on one side with Shang while... He doesn't realize his sister Jilan is now with unnamed yeah. antagonist on the other end, but she could then be the double agent against them, yeah. which is kind of they're the reverse double agent, right? In that regard, I think that that might play into it, but we don't know. Um, the the I guess the next six issues or so hasn't mm-hmm. been collected yet, so we just didn't. didn't I, and on top there. of that, I didn't want to have to read so much, and I thought that these two might be. Fun. Yeah. And it was yeah. fun. It was a lot of fun to exactly have these circumstances kind of perfectly put where it gave a good excuse why Shang-Chi would be forced to go to blows with some of these people at some point. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, he definitely gave them some blows. Yeah. <laughs> that super dick, right? <laughs> Whoa. That's not what I was talking about. I probably cut the super dick part out, so <laughs> that's a that's a callback to something else. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> So Wolverine leaves, and he's like, all right, cool, bye. And he doesn't show up again. I guess I didn't care that much after all. (laughs) 
And then issue four is the Fantastic Four, uh-huh. which I love. And felt the most personal in a way. I really felt like Reed Richards was the most hurt by yeah. Shang's actions as we got there through the comic. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Shang's having nightmares about his mo- or about the a House woman. of the Deadly Hand existing in the negative zone. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Master Ling who is their like onboard like sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's negative zone. I know that science stuff, but I'm a mystic guy and I could I know that stuff. And it's like, okay, sure, that's fine. That's enough explanation for me to have fun in this book. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and enough. so Shang-Chi calls Reed. Mr. Negative Zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, hey, uh, I think something's up with the Negative Zone. Can I go? And Reed's like, you know, Shang, I've heard some rumors about you leading your father's organization. And Shang's like, yeah. And Reed's like, nah, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> He's like, we'll help you as soon as we get back to yeah. Earth. He's like, but also I heard about this. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's the thing. He's like, oh, never mind. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. He's like, I'll have my people call your, your people. people. <laughs> he's like, I don't know, man. I just can't fucks with you right now. Yeah. And so obviously Shang-Chi just goes to the Baxter building to fucking yep. do it himself. Yeah. And so he takes. What did Reed expect? You know? Yeah. Shang would just be like, all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so he takes. His siblings that he still is in contact with, with him to the Baxter building. Um, They fight the Fantastic Four in a nice couple of pages. It's a lot of fun. Uh, The ever-loving blue-eyed thing is there, (laughs) as usual. Love him. Give him a kiss right on that fucking rocky-ass head he got. Um, Oh, that was way too loud. (laughs) (laughs) It'll equal out. That's fine. Um, And then they do... Well, no, that they fight them after they come back from the negative zone. Mm-hmm. So they do go to the negative zone. There's some Annihilus bugs there, and they find their mother, or Shang's mother, mother. Right. Um, in the House of the Deadly Hand. And she basically tells him, like, oh, I met these bugs. We had, like, the psychic connection, and I hel- they helped me rebuild the, the house image. here. Yeah. And I've just been living here. And she keeps, like, clicking in between, like, every yeah. couple well, of know, sentences. Bugs are good, man. <laughs> bugs are good. Yeah. She's like, Dad didn't kill me. He just threw me in this hole <laughs> in Bug City. Maybe that's how Master Ling knew. He was like, oh, yeah, he tries to throw us all in there. Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, I've been there a few times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like Superman with the Phantom Zone. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, I don't like you anymore. Go over there. Yeah, this is <laughs> a recycling bin, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, god damn it. But they come back. Um, Shang originally thought it was Sister Hammer mm-hmm. that was in the House yes. of the Deadly Hand. But it was. It ended up being their mother. And then they bring him back. Sh- they all tussle with the Fantastic Four. And then Reed sees the woman uh, like huddled by the wall. And he's like, oh, so your sister was in the negative zone. And he's like, actually, it's my mom. It's a long story. I don't have time right now. And then they leave? Yeah, and then Reed's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. He's like, I guess you weren't wrong. <laughs> and and there's, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but there's uh-huh. a, another spot that we kind of just brushed over. I love Esme it, throughout this whole book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is one of my favorite parts where they're talking about the number four being. Unlucky. The, like, meaning death. death. Yeah. You know, 
And so she keeps calling them the fantastic death. Yes. And I fucking love it. Yeah. It's like this whole place is themed in death. I fucking love it. There's yes. death on the walls. Even exactly. they're all wearing it says death. death everywhere. <laughs> that guy's on fire. He's He has yes. the most fantastic death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, you're... You're man on fire. Yeah. And that, I, that's all you are. And I love that we get the joke where they bring up the number 13. They're like, what's bad about the number 13? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with that? It's like, what's wrong with the number four? <laughs> I'm sure there's all kinds of culture around it, but still. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a good play with it because mm-hmm. they are of the culture. So it's 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 good infusion into this book. And exactly. I like it a lot. Um, next issue, I actually do like too, though I kind of can't remember everything that happens in it but it's issue five and iron man is the focal point and there's this group called the red dot yeah led well, by red, mr red dot mr red dot, mr. And, his red men. dot. and they're cyborg men and they're trying to sell shang chi a An stolen iron, iron man yeah. suitcase mm-hmm. yeah with the silver centurion yeah. armor in it one of one of what 80 million suits <laughs> that have been stolen right yes yeah, yeah exactly um and so, basically what happens is Iron Man does show up, Shang-Chi fights him. This is the best fight. Mm-hmm. Well, De- until, no, definitely. until issue six, this is the best fight. And Shang is even able to, like, rip off one of Iron Man's gauntlets and, like... Well, because he's using, like, adamantine yeah, weapons. The three, the three staff. Yes. yes. Okay. So he breaks and, it and rips it off and puts the glove on. Yeah, the three-section staff. And I even love that during that, he's, like, beating the shit out of Iron Man, and Iron Man's like, fuck, I forgot how good you are. Yeah. <laughs> he can't even, like, get a punch in because he's getting the shit beat out of him so bad. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. It's very good. Yeah, it's um, awesome. And, and it reminds you how amazing Shang-Chi is. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like that was something these comic books kind of, we get to see him fight in every single one, but that was really bringing it back to being like, this guy's a fucking like master, you know, yeah. like people like Iron Man really have to be like, holy shit, and like yeah. get their act together. And if it wasn't for the armor, would not stand a fucking chance. You right. Know? <laughs> um, while that's happening, while Shang is fighting Iron Man, uh, Takeshi and Esme are dealing with the red dot and also the Silver Centurion armor, which then just starts hacking into Shang-Chi's, like, mainframe, mm-hmm. the the Five Societies mainframe or whatever, Five Weapons. Um, and that's how Iron Man comes to the conclusion that, like, Shang's been lying. They got the fucking Cosmic Cube, yeah. you know? And so, um, yeah, we see at the end of this issue, the Collective, it's... Um, that's not literally what they're called, but we see, you know, Reed, Captain America, Iron Man... I'm sure it's. I'm sure there's multiple bands called the Collective, <laughs> um, and Spider Man. They're all on a Quinjet, and uh, Iron Man's like, "Your boy's lying to you," and Spider Man's like, "I don't want to believe it. I don't know. There yeah. could obviously still be more to the story. Like there yeah. definitely is." <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we see that the Red Dot was hired by Iron Man to, to literally do this. Yeah, yeah, to see if Shang is sketchy enough to just buy a, an armor, which. Mm. Uh, you know, there's a little conceited of Iron Man, like, oh, he won't be able to pass up one of my best armors, you know? <laughs> it's like, And I love that <laughs> that they're like, he's lying to us. But, like, Shang immediately was like, we need to get this suit back to its owner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, obviously trying to do the right thing, and then Iron Man's still like, nope. Yeah. No, he's a bad guy. Hey, you set up this meeting. That was the bad, you know? And I was like, bro, I was trying to get it from the villains. Like, what would you have done but set up a meeting with them, you know? Um, I love, real quick, I forgot. The book opens with the red dot, like, basically, you know, like, fine, if you're not going to buy it, then I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And they shoot a bullet at Shang, and he catches it in his, his teeth. mouth. 
<laughs> That's the fucking dopest shit, man. Yeah, what a badass. Shang-Chi is so fucking That's what I'm saying. I feel like this volume really turned up to be like, we need to remind everyone that this guy is a fucking kung fu master. You know what I mean? Master of all martial arts and can do crazy shit like beat the shit out of Iron Man and catch bullets in his teeth from guys who have gun eyeballs or whatever. (laughs) Gun balls. So all of those characters, Mr. Red Dot, Lady Iron Fan, King Wild Man, all created for this book. For this book. Mm -hmm. Which is cool because literally Jean Louis Yang doesn't spend a second like trying to explain it's almost like they're as implemented into the book as modok or fin fang foom mm-hmm. is definitely and i love that because it's like this is this world this is the marvel universe any fucking buddy can be a superhero or at any villain. moment yeah. yeah and i just i really love that about this book because literally every one of these characters would show up and i'd be like does that already exist can i look that up and then it says like first appearance volume two shang chi issued five and i'm like what the fuck? This is so fucking cool. Yeah. And in a world like this, there would definitely be an oversaturation of people trying to be heroes, but there would be an even bigger oversaturation of assholes who just have gotten 10% power yeah. gun eyeball, and they're like, oh, I can rob banks now. You yeah. know? Gun balls. Gun balls. Gun yeah, balls. they get their gun balls. They're sh- like uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Oh, nice. Gun balls and Dick Zuka. You know? Dick Zuka. That's the big dumb guy. It's like a uh, of mice and men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> issue six. Oh, Lenny. Oh, Lenny. Huh? Oh, Lenny. Issue six. Issue six. Shang's gonna fight Thor. Thor, dude. Thor time. Shit's about to get. Shang. Shang gonna fight Thor. This is gonna be shocking to say the least. <laughs> it's about to go Thor. But I will say that the the Chekhov's sword mm-hmm. at the beginning of this was kind of like a little on the nose for me that he was like this is the thunder blade yeah. <laughs> and i was like okay well, you did sure? you know that it was the cosmic cube though no i didn't realize See, that that's where, that's where i got i will say it doubled down on me but the moment it, it showed thor's the it, the cover of the issue and then the very first page was like this is the ancient thunder blade <laughs> of our people and i was like okay this yeah, is obviously I mean, how they're gonna fight well, or I mean, have some competition to thor the the sword at the beginning isn't the cosmic cube. The sword at the beginning is the replica sword. Uh, and the, oh, yeah. and he, so he wasn't lying about that. Uh, he went back to go get, get the, the cube, cube, then made it look like the sword, mm-hmm. and told him he lied. Otherwise, Shang Chi wouldn't have thought about the powers. Yeah. He tells him about it as a contingency. That's like, such a so good... now it's in his brain. So when he catches the cube, so even he's thinking about that. that. So even Takashi is like, I'm gonna check off gun this yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and plant this shit into exactly. the situation. <laughs> and or, so that's funny. the feeling I get out yeah. of it. You know? So it comes down to this. All these all these men, Spider Man, Reed, Iron Man, Captain America, they're like, Shang, we gotta talk, man. Yeah. Where's the cube, dude? And Shang's like, I assure you, I do not have the cube. I gave it to Captain America. And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no. And he's like, but like, what's even worse and makes him sound like a villain is when he's like, look, if y'all lost it while it was in your possession, that's your fault. Exactly. Yeah. Because he may- tr- truly believes that. Yeah. yeah. And he does truly believe that. And that's the truth. But like, it sounds like you set them up now. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I can understand both sides to this. So, yeah. Uh, Takeshi sets up the blade. Takeshi. Takeshi sets up the blade, and it belongs to, I'm going to look at it one more time, Takamika Zuchi. Yes. The god of blades and thunder. Sounds sick. I love it. Fucking badass. Yes. Yes. And so the 
Shang and his siblings basically incapacitate the four heroes. Where they manage to surround him with like all of their extra soldiers. Oh, He's like, can right. you take a thousand cuts? Can you fight all of us? And they're like, bring in the thunder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like radio. Yeah. Bring in the thunder. Yeah. And <laughs> Thor just smashes into the yeah. scene as I, he's good at. I like to imagine that the thing and Hawkeye and Thor are all like playing poker uh-huh. at like Avengers Mansion. And you just hear it on the radio, and and Thor's like taking a piss or something, and Hawkeye's like, "Hey, Iron Man, call for you, dude." And Thor's just, <laughs> you know. And so it's he like, shows up. We got to replace the restroom again. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually taking a shit, so the whole toy is destroyed. Yeah, he thunder shit it again. Yeah, thunder shit. Um, call, 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 call Lenny. That's he's, why he's so he fucking can lift pissed. The, the new toilet all the way up. Yeah. That's why he looks so upset. He was like, I was halfway through a great shit. Yeah. What the fuck? That's Steven. <laughs> yeah, it's Steven. Uh, we're mean. Yeah. We're he's mean. like, I was, I was, I've been on the toilet for two hours. I was only halfway through my shit. All right. <laughs> I had two more hours to go. That does sound like a Thor shit, to that, be honest. Yes. I, I sure, I'm sure he only shits like once a week. <laughs> and can you, they have to be rock solid. The amount of protein that guy eats. You know why they call him Thunder Cheeks? Right, there has to be a spe- he has to use a special toilet. He can't just be dropping it into like a human ceramic toilet. He'd just be smashing them into a billion pieces. There has yeah. to be a god toilet at Avengers Mansion. Yeah, for, for sure. like Thor and Hulk, and like Hercules. How- <laughs> Can you imagine when the Hulk has well, to take a I think a the Hulk just- is a hundred percent sustainable. You think so? Oh, yeah, he survives off of his gamma radiation, so he doesn't really need to eat. So just so he wouldn't the eat same the for thunder. You don't think he have any dis? I mean, no excre- excretions. <laughs> but Thor eats like a fucking animal. You know what's yeah. probably sad? Thor is, is Bruce Banner probably has to take Hulk's shits. That's what I'm saying. Is he just like slurpy green gamma shit all the time? Like, Maybe. Oh God. He has oh. to have the worst bathroom time. Yeah. Bruce Banner takes Hulk shits, dude. Dude, the pee alone, the amount of gamma radiation in his <laughs> urine. <laughs> well, we all know that he's radioactive. Glowing. Yeah, glowing. <laughs> They're doing whole ass experiments with his pee. <laughs> that's where She Hulk came that's, from. That's, that's where I was gonna say Red Hulk, but okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Red Hulk came. From. Red Hulk was like, "I need some blood." Thaddeus is like, "I need the blood." And then Quartermain, <laughs> like Shield, is just like, "Oh, we only got his piss, dude." It's like fucking Hulk went and used a urinal one day and just like peed in it, and then fucking Thaddeus walked up right behind him, just like, it. "Yeah, it was just glowing in the toilet," and he like looked down, just. <laughs> Transformed. There is a there's a little bit of blood in his poop, huh? and it makes him red. Yeah, that's, that's where he got it from. That's where the red came from. That's where the red came from. Ah, <sighs> Thor comes. Bring oh. the thunder. Oh, he, now he he's bring... coming. Yes. Whole other conversation. <laughs> he's he's there at the Deadly House of Blades, and dude, he fucking hit Shang Chi like. Yeah, through fucking through like three buildings, yeah. which I was like, okay, well, this just escalated. <laughs> yeah. And, and so Shang Chi gets back really fast. fast. Yes, he's he's he also trained in the House of the Deadly Feet. Yeah, he can run real fast. <laughs> well, Quentin's Quentin well, currently like, training there right now. <laughs> if you believed that we evolved from like uh, monkeys or uh-huh. apes, then like think about it, hands and feet basically the same thing. Yeah, he can, yeah. he he knows how to transmute. The yeah, power, yeah, exactly. Um, He's so good at it too. Yes, uh, Takashi throws him the blade of the God of Blades and Thunder, and it infuses into him. He tells him it's a lie that it wasn't a replica, and so Shang Chi turns God mode, and this is where the art is just like exploding. <laughs> yeah, DK it's Ruan. Awesome. It's it's almost like Jean Luen Yang told him like, "Hey, issue six, 
hold on, man, we're getting there. Yeah. And sure enough, he pulls every fucking stop with his art. And they're fucking fighting, and it's so dope. Uh, Shang with the blade, Thor with the hammer. And then he hits the hammer away from Shang, and Shang just is able to, like, pull the blade back to him. And that's when he realizes... Yeah. The sword, yes. (laughs) And that's when he realizes, oh, it's doing anything I ask it to. And then he says, melt Thor's hammer. And Thor's like, the fuck? As his hammer actually <laughs> Which I was also melt. like, the fuck? Yeah. yeah. And then that's when he turns to Takashi and he's like, you stole the cosmic cube. This is the cosmic mm-hmm. cube. The super MacGuffin. Yes. Mm-hmm. So real quick, <laughs> yes. before they reveal that it's a cosmic cube, um, I thought that he used the, that the sword was still real. Mm-hmm. And that he used the sword to absorb the Cosmic Cube's powers. Oh. I mean, that could essentially work as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's what's happening. Um, but I love that they basically subverted my expectations on that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Takeshi's like, dude. Takeshi. F- Takeshi's <laughs> like, dude, you're fucking all of dad's shit up. You put my girlfriend in jail. I don't, I'm not giving You're them the cosmic cube. You're working with Americans and shit. Yeah. 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 And he's like, I'm not giving them, them the cosmic cube, dude. It. I have it because it's ours. This is our thing. And Shang-Chi is just basically like, all right, arrest him. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. No, but he's really sad about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very bummed out. And even as, and Spider-Man's like, dude, I knew you didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like give Shang a kiss on but the really because you're just, here with yeah. them fighting me so it didn't seem like you really were on my side <laughs> he was like I'm just here to make sure nothing goes way out of hand yeah, yeah. as Thor knocked me through three fucking buildings <laughs> into tomorrow yeah thanks bud <laughs> um, yeah Captain America takes Takashi home with him they're gonna become best friends at, in Captain America's house um, <laughs> that's the way it, it makes sense yeah <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, Shang also gives the Cosmic Cube back. And as they're leaving, Iron Man's like, or I think Reed asks, like, do you do we still trust him? He he asks yeah. him, like, did he just set up his brother? Well, that's yeah, what like, I was getting he, to. Yeah. 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 Like, do we still trust him? Or And then Iron Man's like, or did he just give up his brother to cover his own ass? Yeah. Well, it's Reed who asks, and Iron Man's like, fuck, we, we, we really, we don't know. We, yeah. we have to just kind of hope for the best, but who knows if he's being Mr. Master Manipulator now. You know? Yeah. Which is, I think, cool. I think mm-hmm. this is a cool dynamic. It's also frustrating because it's like, damn. And I think it's also like kind of meta where it's like, we as new absorbers of this new version of Shang-Chi, especially Shang-Chi post MCU mm-hmm. debut, um, we don't know what to expect of mm-hmm. him. We don't know how the world of the MCU or how the Marvel universe should treat him, you know? Mm-hmm. And I like that they're playing that kind of card here, you know? The only trick once again being that it feels like the relationships he obviously has established with these characters, you think they would have a deeper rooted like level of trust to him mm. naturally. Even if he is like running his father's organization. It's not like Shadowland where like Daredevil was yeah. blatantly it's possessed by a demon, yeah. <laughs> like this is just Shang-Chi, you know? Yeah. Like it's not, like there's nothing no third party element really making him evil besides the organization itself. And if 
all they have to do is put a fucking bug on him and they'd hear his siblings bitching him out for changing everything, yeah. you know, and then they'd be like, oh, there you go. He's obviously changing shit because mm-hmm. everybody in the organization's pissed at him, yeah. you know? I feel like there's such an easy way for them to just be like, oh, yeah, that guy's not fucking around, you know? I would argue that it would be extremely hard to place a bug on him. <laughs> uh, tell that to the bugs in the negative zone. They got they, they got on him, no problem. All they have to do is just, like, communicate with the mom. Yeah. <laughs> She'll tell them everything. Exactly. Nope, not like that. <laughs> I guess, I guess you can argue that Ant Man would be perfect here. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd like to see that Ant Man just sneaking around Shang Chi's temple. Um, yeah, Esme hates him now, and Esme resents him mm-hmm. because um, he got their brother arrested, and she was up. Her and Takashi were obviously closer than anybody. Yeah, you know? um, his mother's crazy, and then his other sister, sister staff, is potentially working with unnamed bad guy mm-hmm. he is named now but in these issues he's not named so i'm just gonna leave him that way yeah for, for our, our own mystery yeah. oh okay so you know who he is yes who he's supposed to be and he's just a new villain no one pre no. hammered out no. at you which is fine because this is all new shit anyways and why not set up new establishment for shang chi uh now you know yeah absolutely and so it says after this is secret origins right yeah i don't know how or what that plays into because I haven't mm-hmm. read it, but yeah, it, apparently there's six more issues, and I think that's all there is. I think it's only six more issues, so we might return, we might not. But what we did get out of it was a lot of fun, and I more than anything, anything wanted to read the Marvel universe, the Marvel mm-hmm. universe version of it. That yeah. may, and I, it makes sense that that would be the one you got. Like, this is the one we need to read yeah. is volume two because exactly that was the fun one that had a, all these interactions where we got to see. Year and Spider-Man, you know, yeah. or mm-hmm. fucking Wolverine exactly being like, hey, bub, you yeah. know, like, it's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> now I wish that was the story. I'm bummed that wasn't what was going on. Y'all obviously didn't want that, and you I didn't bummed. even consider that. And he's like, that's my lady. You yeah. know, like, I got a, a Scottish Asian girlfriend. I, you know, yeah. I'm the man of the world, you know? <laughs> How is Wolverine, like... <laughs> like Harry James Bond, like that's how just, I see him. He's a world traveler that just fucks everyone. <laughs> like it's crazy. He's double O claws. My only issue being is that how does he get around so conveniently all the time? It feels like he's all over the he's world. Wolverine, he can he, run. <laughs> he's an animal, man. He's a fucking animal. I literally believe it's just like, hey, rogue. I need to be in Scotland by uh, seven o'clock. You think you can fly the fl- the Quinjet? I or guess the that's X jet. He probably has his own like X jet or something. Yeah, yeah. they're like Wolverine. Maybe you are using the X. Maybe so Nightcrawler much. is helping him. Oh, true. Yeah, maybe Nightcrawler is helping him. I'm I'm confident it's he's hitching a ride with someone constantly. Definitely. Yeah, and he weighs like fucking two tons. So is there is there any? Po- <laughs> oh, I guess he had exactly right. Nightcrawler. He could be like, hey, just fucking put yeah. me in fucking Japan, bro. I want to yeah. hang out with my ba- like general area. Yeah. General area. Oh, magic. Magic can travel further than That's than uh, Nightcrawler. So <laughs> it's funny cuz when you said magic, I was thinking like, yeah, Doctor he, Strange. Yeah, he's just <laughs> not Doctor magic. Strange. I was but like, just, he's just yeah. using magic. Yeah. That'd be cool. But like you're talking ring. about magic with a K. Yes. He, he puts the sling ring on his claw. He just <laughs> <laughs> sling claw. That's like uh, that's the sequel sling blade. Um oh. it's sling cling. <laughs> Because uh, so the, the sound the, is cosmic. They're cling cling. Yeah. <laughs> the sling cling clan. Have you seen yeah. Sling Blade? <laughs> no, I haven't. We should watch that. We, we should, should watch not. that. Um, Shang-Chi. Uh, issues one through five, and then again, issues one through six. A lot of fun. Lots of fun. I, yeah. re- I definitely recommend them. 
Um, if you just read or if you just listen to the first half of this episode, which is impossible because now how are you hearing this? Um, definitely at least pick up you Marvel know, Universe, Shang-Chi versus the Marvel Universe. Why are you talking while I'm talking? From now on, when yeah, I listen ahead. to episodes, uh, I'm just going to skip to the second half of the <laughs> yeah. episode because you said that. Because I said that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so that is Shang-Chi. A lot of fun. Marvel Universe, a lot of fun. I, th- I, say, I say this is a recommend. For yeah. Sure. And it's an easy pickup. And for anybody who really liked the Shang-Chi movie or just wants more of that kind of element, this is a great book that you can pick up and not have to have any real prior context to be able to just jump into and enjoy. You yeah. know? And the artwork is fucking amazing. It yes. really does blend mm-hmm. somewhere between like Marvel and like a manga or something mm-hmm. at times. And the action looks great and it has that that grittiness to it that I really think complements it uh, throughout the whole series. What, do you have anything to add? It's pretty. <laughs> it's very pretty. I no, yeah. See. I mean, I was just looking at the last few panels right now um, and all the variant artwork mm. that I found online. They're, the variant covers are fucking beautiful. A lot of them are done by Michael Cho. Yeah, it looks like all of them are done by Michael Cho that I've seen. I think he did his own kind of run Obama. for the but series. Yeah, <laughs> they're really uh, so did Obama. Have you seen the Obama Bruce covers? Lee. They're really cool. <laughs> they're really Bruce Lee esque. Yes, it's yeah, done so well. Yeah, I agree. If y'all could have any president become a comic book artist, <laughs> who do you think would have been the best? Ronald Reagan, because he was like in the movies. Oh, George W. Bush. You think George W. Bush? He's yeah. he's the only one that draw. <laughs> it would have been like westerns, though. You know. No. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen his paintings they're pretty amazing yeah i mean have you seen his they, paintings? they are no. nowadays yeah. but back when he started it was just like he he literally painted what he saw while he sat in the tub so it was just his feet at the end of the tub he painted that honestly i couldn't do that so that's i was right. i'm impressed <laughs> uh there's one he painted of his dog that's fucking hilarious like i love it but it's also funny um okay, yeah so J- jw yeah, I would like to see Shang-Chi covers done by J- George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah, I would love for like him and Obama to like collab together. You know, like George W. does the art, Obama writes Obama. the story. Yeah, George it's Washington. About, it's all about like um, Doctor President or something. He's like a superhero. our first president. Yeah. Oh yeah, our first president. Yeah, George Washington Bush. <laughs> That'd be interesting. What does the W stand for? Washington. Warren. William. Whistle, Wisconsin. What does the H stand for in his dad? Howard. Name? Howard. It is George Howard Bush. That one I do. But know isn't it, I've seen G- it George H W Bush? You got me. It is. It's horny wiener. <laughs> it's horny weed. Yeah, he's horny weed, horny and weed. then horny goat weed. <laughs> they they George W doesn't accept the L, but he's actually George Lil Weed. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. But he just he just is by W. He doesn't like the lull. Itty bitty weed. Um, we don't know what we're reading next week. You, we set up this whole thing where mm-hmm. we're gonna do like the build up of the modern Marvel universe. It's something we've talked about yeah. like cre- since we birthed this podcast. It's yeah. something we've been daydreaming of, and you know we started off calling it Hickmania, yeah. which was basically us getting to Jonathan Hickman's run of Avengers and New Avengers. Oh, so, Hickman, yeah. That leads into all that that sexy <laughs> shit. Yeah, we actually sat down and like tracked out like thirty weeks of comic books to read, uh, potentially to kind of get. And what's even funnier is all of it doesn't even get to yeah. where we even wanted to get to. Yeah, it's just so, it's just the running the on ramp, you know. So basically, what I'd like to do is go from Brian Michael Bendis's Secret War, okay, 
singular, not plural. Yeah. Oh. The first man. I'm sorry, but Marvel really loves its secrets. Oh, you dude, know, it you loves secret its wars. War, it loves reusing wars, every event name. Secret ever. Avengers. Yeah. Secret Origins. <laughs> Mister Secret. Yeah. yeah like, I fucking love that guy. Do they have <laughs> too many secrets? Do you know what a secret is? And they got a, the uncanny <laughs> secrets. Is it like Victoria's Secret? Like <laughs> it's a guy. They just recently purchased Victoria's Secret, dude. Oh, that's the secret. <laughs> that was the secret. Yeah. Um. So I think we're gonna read. Let's just do it. Let's read. You want to start? Brian Michael Bendis's Secret War next next week. Okay. Dude, we're gonna start it. Yeah, we're gonna start it. This is our f- official announcement. What did we actually name it? It's the. I don't. I can't pull it up because I don't have the Who Watches the Watchers drive. You son of a gun! On this right. computer, it was wow. the Modern Marvel Mythos Marathon. Yes, that's what we called it. Yeah. So starting next week, Paul Damien. Nope. We're, we're gonna, gonna be, be reading. reading Secret War. Yes, Secret War it's by Ryan issues. Michael Bendis and Gabriel Del Otto, that I believe, right. is the artist. Um, and so, uh, come back for that one. Yeah, this is going to be a little bit more like episodical. I yeah, because like, we're this is the this is the beginning of a big thing. In yeah, kind of way. I think what we're gonna do is try to do every other week. We'll come back to the Marvel comic books mm-hmm. and do it in sequential order. And there might be some weeks where we're like. You know, we just read a Marvel book, and then we just read a Batman book. Can we do something more indie? So it might take us a little bit to come back to it. And then, of course, we have our events like Chipmas. Or, uh, yeah, we're going to do Chipmas again this year. But we also have our Halloween month, too. Oh, we'll just come also, up with a fun sound to play at the beginning of the episode so y'all know it's uh, yeah, it's part of the Marvel Mythos Marathon. I can't Chip. believe you started that button there. That button will never go no. away. <laughs> it is Christmas but all year round. I, uh, my my brothers want us to do Berserk uh, at some point. Tell them uh, that'll happen like four years from now. <laughs> tell them not to be <laughs> or, um, children. Fuck, what was the other thing? I think they wanted to wanted us to do more Naruto. I wouldn't mind. That yeah. sounds cool with me. This is Chris and Isaac? Yes. Yeah. I mean... Tell him to grow up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so come back next week for that. We're going to be doing Secret It's going to be more. crazy. It's going to be fun. It is going to be, be fun. Exciting. Dive into little Brian Michael Bendis to begin this crazy run of the Marvel Mythos Marathon mumbo jumbo. I changed it up for that one. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, see y'all then or we'll see you on another time. Bye, guys. Bye. Have guys. fun. Goodbye. Uh, be safe driving. I know. Be careful. Don't. Don't hit somebody. Uh-oh, watch out for that truck. Uh-oh. It's somebody. Hi, it's me, Dr. Phil. And me, Danny DeVito. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Brought the guests on right at the end of the episode?